0: Welcome to Friday Lions for another edition brought to you by Little TV and topsport.com.au Punting form and manscaped all your essential items for life as I welcome MG who survived the bull and survived spending three days with Nicoletta down there. MG uh, welcome back. I did that's a brave
1: performance by myself I'll pump myself up lucky uh, lucky well lucky for me Nikki only had to return home after the for the third day, she had another function to go to. So, um, yeah, the first two days was interesting. But yeah, Nikki's first bull. She, uh, she I think she's a lifer now. So she signed up. She uh, couldn't get enough of it, and uh, she certainly made plenty of friends down there. Okay, you know, talk to a, talk to a tree, Nikki. Can't you? I think
0: I think Warnable said no more, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki said I want more bull. <laughs> anyway, good luck to everyone down there. Is that top rope? Um, Quite weak in the NRL this week. Is
2: everything uh, everything all right up there? Oh, look, no, nothing much happens in the Well, you know, rugby league just keeps on ticking over, uh, OB. Uh, nothing nothing to see here.
0: And, uh, MG, COVID again is sort of wreaking a little bit of havoc with the AFL teams. Obviously, uh, you know, Fremantle, after uh, the big win down in Geelong, probably have celebrated a little bit too hard <laughs> uh, and got a little bit too close to each other. Yes. Um, they've lost a few. West Coast is in chaos. That's another story. Uh, Saints have got a few off-field COVID concerns, nothing on field, two Friday night games, a Mother's Day Classic at the G. It's a looking like another interesting round of AFL. Yeah.
1: N- NRL's quiet. The AFL's definitely not OB. Yeah, I'm not sure what the uh, teams in the West, they were always going to pose, pose a problem going into this season. Um, and, and Fremantle have had their dramas. They've just been able to cope with it probably a little bit better than West Coast. But, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, you're, you're the man best to ask is w- w- what's going to go on with West Coast. I mean, uh, you, know, it's, um, you know, we've seen this game go from, you know, Bookies post up a 60 line against Brisbane They've got to travel obviously to Brisbane this week And now it's uh, a 12 goal line um, you know, it's a, From a betting point of view It's almost you know, non-betting You don't know what's going to turn up This is, looks like a 100 point victory kind of thing um, a West Coast, any chance to forfeit games? I mean, how far do they have to go here? Because the
0: season's over for them, so it's going to be ugly. Yeah, I, I think when you sort of start getting into the bottom end of your of your top up list, um, I think that's a concern for the AFL. But um, Gill has said, and and PVL has also said that the game must go on, so they're going to persevere. Mm. Um, and just hopefully they'll get a few uh, reinforcements back over the next couple of weeks, and then you sort of get the you know thirty to ninety day quarantine sort of period that you you shouldn't get it again. Um, so. Yeah, fingers crossed. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. Interesting round coming up is uh, the NRL round kicked off last night. Uh, South Sydney very disappointing against the uh, the Brisbane Broncos, 32 to 12 in favour of the the Broncos up there. Uh, top rope, how did you see that one?
2: Yeah, not only the Brisbane Broncos, Ob, uh, the Adam Reynolds led Brisbane Broncos. Uh, yeah, there was there was kind of much consternation last year when the Bunnies decided to let him go. They didn't want to give him a, a long term deal. Yeah, you know, I, I know. the kind of concern with South was how's he going to be performing in year three and four. Well, I'm not sure about year three and four, but they're dreadfully missing a new He orchestrated a masterful performance last night. Uh, had South on the back foot from the get go. Uh, had a hand in pretty much every try. Adam Reynolds was sensational, and the Broncos won thirty-two to twelve. Uh, yeah, real concerns at South. I think are over a few things. Yeah, you know, the lack of a. Uh, a genuine organiser is obviously a major concern. You know, some of the comments out of the coaching box are probably equally worrying. Of course, Wayne Bennett was was in charge last year. Uh, went with his assistant Jason Demetra and it was a very smooth handover. But when when the kind of comments come out at halftime, our concerns about completion rates and the kind of failure to acknowledge that you know you haven't got anyone organising anything, your you, your staff 5'8", He's absolutely yeah you know, playing like a a, a truck with his head cut off. I think there's yeah you know, a few few worries there at South.
0: Yes. Yeah, I think I might jump off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I jump off, it's all over. Uh, anyway, we'll get straight into uh, the NRL and AFL action uh, for Friday Lions, brought to you by topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for 35 years, book with a, becky, a bookie, a bet with a bookie, bet with a bookie you can trust bet with topsport.com.au as we get into the first game of the round it's the 730 game tonight over at Adelaide Oval port Adelaide $1.59. 59 the Western Bulldogs 242 the line minus seven and a half over under 153.5 great game this one remember the prelim from last year where the Bulldogs absolutely annihilated the power um, Bonson Pelly out managed just say he's injured for for crying out loud, I don't like how teams do that, uh, but anyway uh, MG, which uh, which way are you learning? Yeah, big
1: shift here obviously after the team news, um, we went into the start of the week thinking that I was surprised that Port weren't, you know, at least pick them um, shading favourite and they came out the Bulldogs minus two and three point favourite, so kind of like the, the Port side going into it, obviously now the market shift with Bont coming out, it's moved nearly four ten points now, so as you said Port are now minus seven and a half, I think that's Probably where it should sit, so it's hard to tip either way. I just the thing I like about Port is at home, bit of a revenge game, as you said. I know teams don't buy into it, but they'll be up for this one. And uh, the bond being out obviously is crucial because that's where I think this game really has to be won in the midfield. Um, and you know the the small note I've got against Port is they're coming off the cans, which was a heavy heavy track um, against St Kilda last week in a very ordinary game. Um, but offsetting that, I think the Bulldogs have a five-day break. Um, you know, it gives the advantage back to Port at home. Uh, I like Port, but I think the price is right. So I'd be looking maybe Port, the smaller margins, maybe 1 to 24, 39 around there. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, the market, I think, has got it spot on. The total, uh, open 157 down to 154.5. I think that's about right. I don't think it'll be an overly high-scoring game this stage. Obviously, a night match as well. So, Keep that in considerations when you're betting, but yeah, probably just a
0: watch game for me. Yeah, Port Allo certainly got a little bit of their mojo back. Uh, still no English or Keith for the yep. Bulldogs, so I'd uh, I'd lean towards the uh, the power, but it uh, should be an interesting tussle. As we go to the first game for NRL analysis, it's uh, round nine of the NRL season. Uh, Penrith dollar uh, twenty three against the Parramatta Reels, four dollars forty. The line minus twelve and a half. Over under 39.5. This looks an absolute cracker. Top right first verse fifth. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this game tonight.
2: Yeah, one of the great rivalries in, in, in rugby league, and it's, it's particularly good when uh, both teams are near the top of the table. Last time these two teams met, Eels almost a, caused a monumental upset in the finals last year. Uh, bit unlucky there not to get a penalty at least level the scores. But uh, uh, yeah. Look, it's hard to go past Penrith in this one considering the injuries that Parramatta have got, the kind of drama they've had throughout the week with you know, calls of nepotism for playing. yeah, you know, for playing Sunny obviously shouldn't be in the side and moving one of their better players. Uh, and Dylan Brandon says that's kind of been amended this week, but it's just hard to go past Penrith at the time. They've covered 21 of 30 at home, eight in a 23-night games, seven of eight when they've been favoured by two or more converted tries. These guys usually play low scoring, close games, but oh, I think Penrith will just be be too strong. We're also expecting to see Ryan all back uh, tonight as well. So uh, taking the, uh, the Panthers minus here, I think that's uh, there's a little, lot more upside in in taking the minus than making the plus here.
0: Beautiful there. And as we look to the second game of the AFL, it's the GWS Giants, $1.98 against the Cats, $1.86, the line 1.5 over under 166.5. It's the 4.35 game Saturday afternoon at Manuka in Canberra um just for punters out there will be a game in two halves the first half should be should be dry and then the dew sort of sits, sets in uh, up there at monica beautiful fast surface uh danger field back no Selwood. first gamer in cooper stevens playing after you know three years in the vfl uh gws go in unchanged jake riccardi kicked nine last week in the vfl can't get a look in um so a little bit of stability now for gws yeah they're finding in their feet um yeah, obviously got off to an 0 five
1: start. Uh, Toby Green's come back. Um, you know, he was obviously unbelievable last week, wasn't he? So after his first hit out. So, you know, I and I think to a large extent, if you know, Ge- if Geelong don't control or beat Toby Green, then I can't see them really winning this game. I think um, you know, GWS GW's got off to an ordinary start, but as you said, I think they're starting to find their their mojo, got a bit of consistency back. Their midfield looked unbelievable. I know they only beat Adelaide last week, but uh it was a pretty dominant performance under real pressure. Whereas Geelong, I find, been really inconsistent this year. Um, really poor loss against Fremantle last week at home. They don't lose too many in an ugly game. But, um, yeah, I, I think Geelong going up there, they got their work cut out for them. I know they get Dangerfield back but lose Selwood, so it's only a slight edge there in the team news. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I just shade GWS here. It's probably not a betting option for me, but I just think at home, I think they're maybe just... Turned the corner And I think I'm not sure Where Geelong are at right now So Just slightly GWS And The total Looks under game to me um, Just with being As you said The second half night And I think Geelong Will go back down Into that shutdown mode And the Giants Don't mind playing low scraps I know Both teams have had More overs and unders This year I just think at that Mid 160 I, I think They'll come for the unders A little bit here So if I was having
0: one play I'd be shading the unders Yeah it's interesting uh, Yeah. know JBS have to take care of Tom Stewart in that one. He is yep. in terrific form. I've sort of probably underestimated yep. how good Tom Stewart is. Everyone at Geelong sort of raves about him, but he is a yeah bona fide star of the competition. As we look to the next NRL fixture, it's the Sydney Roosters against the Gold Coast Titans. The Roosters are dollar Gold Coast three seventy five. The line minus ten point five over under forty one point five. The Roosters need a win and they need a win soon. Uh, is it going to come this week, top rope?
2: Yeah, look, it might come this week, but uh, oh, I certainly wouldn't be betting on it. Um, the Roosters have been favoured by double digits five times this year. They've lost to last place in Newcastle, 15th place Canterbury. Team outside the eight, St. George de la The Broncos, uh, they snuck home against, and the Warriors, they snuck home against. So... Uh, yeah, I certainly couldn't be laying the ten and a half points or jumping into the dollar twenty-eight. And, and also, kind of of note here, this game is not the Sydney Cricket Ground. This game is in Mackay, so I think the Titans would be a little better suited to to, to that one. Uh, no doubt, feeder for the Titans, but considering how he's played this year, I don't think it's a huge issue. Uh, the Titans were pretty strong last week against the Panthers. They got beat 18-4 in the end, but uh, they kept that one pretty close lead at halftime would rather be on a plus. Not a huge amount of confidence in this one. I, I just don't think the, the Titans are a particularly reliable side, but I, I couldn't be taking the minus here. I think I'd take a game punter. And, and yeah, you know, favourites who aren't the Storm or the Penrith who are, have been double digits this year, we saw this team in the South last night, they're covering about 30%, so uh, I'd I'll, I'll, I'll be taking on just the Titans on principle here.
0: As we go to the Sunday AFL game, it's the uh, the early Mother's Day Classic. Uh, Melbourne against the Saints. Melbourne $1.32, dollar <coughs> thirty-two. St Kilda three fifty. The line minus twenty point five. Over under one sixty-one point five. MCG Sunday afternoon, Grand Final preview. This one. MG. The Saints probably should be six and one. The Demons are seven and zip. Um, this one looks a classic. Uh, great ins for uh for the Saints. Uh, Marshall and Jones. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in on the Saints. I reckon they can cause a bit of an upset here. How do you see it playing out? It's not good news for the Saints here jumping on them. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's not what they want to hear going into the, uh, the pre match for this game, as well. Um, yeah, no, this is a great matchup, isn't it? Melbourne, obviously, as you said, undefeated, and St Kilda could easily be 6 and 1. They've both had pretty easy draws when you look back so far, which is unusual for a Premiership side to. So they've kind of got uh, the tougher sides that they had in their draw, obviously, haven't got off to a good start, so. They, they really haven't got out of a gear for more than, you know, patches Melbourne so far. They've just been able to get the job done. So I think they've got a big class edge just on the competition right now and probably haven't been fully extended. I'm not sure it's going to change too much in this uh, <laughs> OP. Um, St Kilda are going to have to play out of their minds to beat Melbourne, I think. Um, you know, it's interesting the line though. Melbourne have only covered four four and three this year. So they haven't been, as we said, putting sides away. They've just kind of played in uh, five, ten minutes spurs and just got the job done. So yeah, I just I just don't know where St Kilda is edging the game. I know Marshall back is huge for them. When, you know their record with Marshall and Ryder um, definitely improves them, but just not sure how they're going to uh, going to take over in the midfield with Gorn, Petraka, and Oliver. And these three just keep standing up every week. It's unbelievable. So as long as those three are on the park, Stephen May down back, uh, he'll take care of. Uh, I think he'll take care of your boy King, who can't kick. Um, yeah, I just think St Kilda are going to have to go a lot go right. They're going to have to obviously kick straight, which has been an issue for them. We saw it last week, which cost them clearly the game. Um, and I just, I just think you know Melbourne have got some good ins as well. Um, they got all the COVID guys out, Pickett and Petty also coming to strengthen their team, and Luke Jackson's obviously um, a good foil for Gawn. So yeah, even though St Kilda do have a very good head to head record over the last sixteen, they're eleven and five. Um, the the one I want to point out in this game is the under for sure. Um, this is probably one of my better plays for the week i um, not sure how the bookies come out 166, 165 I had this in the 150s Tracking downwards now 161.5 this morning I'd be staggered if this does not finish with a 1.5 uh, In front of it. I just don't see the points coming in this game at all Melbourne give up very little I think they're averaging low 60s per game uh, They'll take care of the back end And they'll uh, grind out a win I'm going to stay away from the line But uh, definitely the under is the play for this game
0: I wouldn't be getting on uh, Clayton Oliver too many possessions. Seb Ross is going to go to him. You've, you've heard it here first. He'll take care of him. And uh, I had a chat to Max King during the week, and he will be—he'll uh, be kicking him through the big stick. So, I'm in on the Saints on that one. As we go to the Melbourne Storm versus St. George Illawarra Dragons, uh, the Storm a dollar oh five, St George uh, ten dollars fifty. The line minus twenty two point five. The over under forty two point five. Top rope, play the grand final now, a Penrith versus Storm. There is no one else.
2: You know the most fun thing in gambling is that B backing the Melbourne Storm minus. <laughs> uh it is a very, very easy watch when they are firing. They I uh, can't think how many weeks in a row they've had to pretty much have the line covered at uh, uh covered at halftime or, or pretty soon afterwards. But uh yeah, it's a very, very stress-free watch. I'll be jumping on the minus again. And look, they're only the only stressful part of life was our man, the Pap, not scoring a try, saving bookies millions. He would have been in every same game multi. Uh, people were hitting five, six legs, and the Pap not scoring. So uh, a little upsetting. Expect a bit of a bounce back there. But, uh, look, it's been uh, the last time the Dragons uh, won in Melbourne was the 1990s. So, look, go and organise a nice Mother's Day lunch for your wife or your mum uh, and just pay for it by back in the storm once that we'll be winning.
0: Yeah, I think the big interesting point here is to see which change room Tarek Sims actually wants to walk into and does walk <laughs> into. I think that's the, uh, the only uh, side bet that's going on. It,
2: you know oh, which one he oh, wants to walk into. Having seen, seen enough of Tarek Sims play, I think the Storm will be hoping it's the Dragons and the Dragons hoping it's the Storm. <laughs> no
0: one wants him. That's a good sign <laughs> for him. Uh, as we look to the uh, rest of the AFL uh, games for this week, uh, the late one tonight, uh, 8.40 kickoff in Melbourne, uh, Fremantle $1.11 against the Kangaroos at uh, $7 even, uh, the line minus 39.5 over under 154.5, few outs for the Dockers with COVID, um, MG, a quick one there. Yeah, good money for the plus, 45 down to 39. I think that
1: might continue. I could only go the plus, but uh, the unders is a game for me here. I think uh, 160
0: open down to 155 might go down another one or two points. Unders for me. And a Saturday afternoon classic, Richmond against Collingwood at the MCG. Should be starting at 210, not 145. That's another story. Richmond $1.42, Collingwood $2.95. The line minus 18.5 over under 169.5. All Richmond since the team
1: news. Martin and Cochin back. Two Brownlow medalists. Uh, line's gone from 11 to 18. Uh, I think Richmond are the right side. Not sure I can come in at the minus 18 now, but uh, yeah, I can't see uh, Richmond losing a big game against Collingwood here.
0: Sydney versus Gold Coast up there at the SCG. It's the Swans 2012 Premiership Reunion. The Swans sixteen, Gold Coast 5 50 The line minus 32.5, over under 170.5. Gold Coast do match up well with Sydney, but looks one-way traffic there.
1: Yeah, line open 28.5 to 32, so it's moved Sydney's way. A couple of good ins, McCartan, good to see him back through concussion. McDonald's the other one. Uh I think the line's tracking the right way. I can't come into the minus 32 and a half, but uh, I think slight edge to the over in this game, 169 and a half. I reckon it's uh, about a goal short.
0: Uh, Essendon Hawthorne, Saturday night. Uh, sorry, the first one is uh, the Lions and the Eagles. Uh, this one is um, whew, the Lions, $1.01, just a little bit of a multi-one there, and <laughs> the Eagles, $21. The line is now 70, minus 72 and a half, over under 174.5. I think people will be watching this to see which way it goes, but um, I'd probably stay away from this one, MG. Yeah, open 59.5, up to 72. Um,
1: seems to be going one way. Um, a man top rope. He uh, doesn't often bet in the AFL, but he launched early on this one for Brisbane 100 plus. So uh, I'll be cheering for the great man. Looks uh, one way traffic
0: there. Essendon Hawthorne, Saturday night at a Marvel. Uh, Bombers two thirty. The Hawks dollar sixty four. The minus eight. The line is eight point uh, five over under one seventy one point five. Be the first time the Hawks have started favourite this year. I'd uh, I'd imagine. Yes. Uh, interesting betting games. She's fluctuate
1: a lot. Uh, opened about three and a half. Went all the way up to ten after team news of Stringer coming out. Um, uh, it's it's jumped around down to about seven now, so it's really has flip flopped
0: this market. Uh, non betting game, just happy to watch. And the final game of the round: Carlton versus Adelaide. Carlton a dollar thirty six. The Crows three dollars twenty. The line minus twenty one point five. Over under one seventy four point five. The Crows without Nicks. It's a battle of Scott Burns and Michael Voss yet again. Yeah,
1: all money for Carlton. Open fifteen and a half to 21 twenty one and a half. I think it'll continue. Um, Adelaide. Uh, you can leave me out of Adelaide at the moment. Not, not big fans of Carlton. The money all for the over as well, but uh, just a watch game for me.
0: As we whip through the final NRL games for the round, the Raiders $1.77 against the Gasgold Canterbury Bulldogs at $2.10. The line minus 1.5, over under 38.5. Anything
2: doing there, top rope? Yeah, plenty doing. Surprised the Bulldogs aren't favourites here. Uh, Jack White now they got uh, a makeshift house pairing, of course, the hooker Josh Hodgson's athlete they' starting Adam Elliott, former Bulldog at Hooker. He is a back row with terrible hands. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Uh, I'll be all over Canterbury here and love the under. Uh, The Dogs, 15-2, under off a win. Uh, The Raiders are a big under team at home, big under team off conceding 20-plus. So uh, the under and the Dogs for me.
0: The Bulldogs are back. As we look at the next game, uh, which is the 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon, uh, manly $1.17 Dollar seventeen against the West Tigers, five twenty-five. The line minus fifteen and a half over under forty-two point five. Which way are you leaning? That
2: one? Yeah, the big turbo for Manly. So it'll make MG happy, one of his men. But uh, uh, look, I'm I'm going to take on the Manly. I think they're they're far too short here. The Tigers have covered seven of their last eight as a double-digit underdog. Look, they've lost David North They've lost Luciano Lalua. But big favourites this year. Who aren't Melbourne or Penrith have a pretty ordinary record. So. Uh, fancy that you know with the Tigers digging in Hastings playing pretty well against his former club, I think they can get this one relatively close, taking the plusy.
0: So we look at the Saturday night fixture North Queensland Cowboys at dollar seventeen against Newcastle Knights, five twenty-five. The line minus fourteen point five over under forty point five. Uh looks a little bit one way traffic in that one.
2: Yeah, the Knights have running in the changes there. Jake Clifford being uh, yeah, stood down for personal reasons, that including hurt in the halves. Uh, new half pairing, not sure that the named half pairing of Tex Hoy and Phoenix Crossland will stand. Bit of a buzz that Callum Pong will go to 5-8. Got to be on the, the Knights here. This is only the second time, the third time since 2017, the Cowboys have been a double-digit favourite. Plus teams off conceding 50 over the last four years that covered 20 of 28. Big bounce fast for the Knights. I'll be on Newcastle.
0: As we look to the final game of the round, 4.05 on Mother's Day. Cronulla $1. eighteen. The New Zealand Warriors $5. The line minus 14.5 over under 42.5. Which way are you uh, you're heading in that one?
2: Yeah, probably a no-back game for, for me here. I, I, I'm reluctant to take a big minus on a team. It's not the Storm on the Panthers. I think that the, the Sharks are entitled to be this this shorter price. They've got a good record at Sharp Park. The Warriors are very poor as an underdog. The Warriors have, have won four games this year, but they pretty lucky in, in most of those. So they've covered just one of their last five, getting 12 more points. Lean towards the Sharks here, but can't come into a play.
0: Thank you, Top Rope. And a reminder to punters, you can locate the AFL Stings and the greatest game of all for $22 a week uh, in the Live shop for all your NRL and AFL betting action. Uh, We're whipped through it this week so MG can get home and get some uh, much-needed sleep. Uh, His eyes are just slowly closing over here. But, uh, MG, good to see you back in one piece. Uh, Have a great weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it. Top Rope, Uh, good to see you again, Uh, looking lively up there in orange. And uh, have a great weekend. And uh, to everyone out there, follow us on YouTube. Find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow Little Birdie TV on Insta or Twitter. Uh, Remember, for all your footy betting action, can be found at topsport.com.au. We'll be back next Friday for all the Friday lines. Don't forget to join Nikki on Monday for the first look with all the weekend action in review. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there for Sunday. Punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend, punters.